Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, JoJo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh. We're back. First of all, y'all motherfuckers better stop trying to bully me. I don't fuck with it. Who, who tried to bully you? Not everybody, but there was a couple bullies out there talking no, about no, something. Where y'all was, at? Where y'all no. been? Y'all need to come back. No, they was bullying me. There's been... Okay, they were, Okay. Listen. People thought that me and JoJo broke up. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of that, too. Why did you guys think that we broke up? Like, people were leaving comments... On YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, talking about, oh, well, I knew this wasn't going to work out or just like weird stuff, like trying to, um, I don't know, like read in between the lines or something like that. But no, we didn't break up. We said we were taking a break from the podcast. We were on a break from the podcast, but we're back. And as you can see, it's a new background. New setting. We're still working on the aesthetics in here. So don't mind the blinds in the back if you're actually watching and not listening. It is yeah. all a work in progress. Uh-huh. But I feel like we're always saying it's a work in progress. We really are. I mean, hmm. it is what it is. But I guess you'd rather have us back than a good background, right? So y'all better not be in the comments talking shit about the background now. They would never. Anyway... It's good to see y'all. Really? Not that I can see y'all, but you know, it is nice to be back. It's definitely bittersweet. Um, I almost feel like I don't know how to do this anymore. Yeah. It's giving rusty dusty. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> never dusty. Um it's, it's muscle memory, babe. So never rusty either. Okay. Um, nah. But it's nice to be back. We did receive a lot of like love in the time that we were away. Obviously, not everybody was super ecstatic about it, but for the most part, people are understanding um, and very supportive in that time. And we're very, um, you know, open and expressing to us how much they miss us and, you know, how hard it's been each Monday to get through without a little bit of jojo and daira yeah i mean it's been a long time for them yeah it's been about what i just counted it was about what seven mondays um in between the holidays of course christmas and new year's and things like that um, which is crazy because it feels so long for you guys mm -hmm. 
but I feel like it wasn't long enough. It. I feel like I'm. I'm conflicted with this because I feel like it did feel like a long time for me. Why? It just did. It felt like a long time. Damn. Yeah. I feel like it was not long enough. Not that like I didn't want to come back or anything. I just feel like the break that we took wasn't really like this huge break. You know, it was just like we took a break from doing this to alleviate time to put into like our moving process. For those of you who didn't know or don't know, we did move. I don't remember if we mentioned that in uh, the last video that we had Mm -hmm. or the last pod that we had, but we moved. Yeah. So all that time that we were really away, it was basically packing, you know, the whole uh, like apartment searching. And I started a new job now that we've moved and we're in a different area. So it's like, I just feel like it's been a lot of things back to back for me. So I don't feel like I got a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I definitely get that. But yeah, we moved. And guess where we moved? We're still in Jersey, but now we're in North Jersey. So a little bit, probably like an hour and a half away. Two hours if you're counting traffic sometimes, but not too far, but far enough. Um, so yeah, it's been an adjustment. Jojo started her new job and then I'm still in my work from home job, nine to five. And then for those who follow us on social media, I just became an official real estate agent in Jersey. So that's like a new job for me because I'm working obviously with a broker, with other agents, and it's a whole different industry that I am familiar with, not completely. Like I used to work in the mortgage industry, if some of y'all know and have listened to the podcast for that long and remember when I was laid off and then it was like this whole thing. Um, so yeah, it's they're kind of throwing me in the fire and um, it's been an experience. I mean, if People want to learn more about it. I can definitely answer any questions that you guys may have because it wasn't easy and it's still not easy and it's going to be a little bit time consuming because most people, when they're buying a home, they're looking on the weekends because most of us work nine to five on the regular. So like imagine working and then having to look at homes in the nighttime just doesn't make sense for people. Um, So yeah, a lot of transitions that has occupied have occupied our time but like I was thinking about it and I'm like there's just like no breaks when you're an adult there's no breaks and I feel like we're always like waiting for the break but it's like even on the weekdays when you're like you're working you're working waiting for the weekends the weekends you still have to do things yeah it's not like you have a maid and a chef and all these people to do things for you like you have to Go grocery shopping or meal prep or, you know, clean the house, whatever. Take care of your dogs, bath the dogs. If you have kids, you have kids. Like, it's like there's literally no, there's no downtime. And the times that there is, it's just very little, I feel like. Yeah. So I'm just getting, I guess I'm just coming to the realization that it's like, okay, I'm an adult. Like, I guess, I guess this is life. And I guess we're just always going to be busy. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like 
I don't know. It's just like little things. Like you're always going to have to clean up something. Like you always got to eat, right? So you always got to either go get dinner or make dinner. It's like those little things really do like consume most of your time. Um, Believe it or not, her working at home, you would think that she would actually like eat three meals a day and she doesn't. She can't get off the damn desk. And I'm amazed at that when I'm not here and she's like, I haven't eaten since breakfast or I just ate and it's like four o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, how the fuck you're working from home? Like your refrigerator is literally like five steps away. Yeah. I mean, all right. So while we were out, we were on Patreon too. And like, we would do little vlogs and things like that. And I would like meal prep my lunch and things like that. But like, if I don't meal prep, I literally just don't eat because I be busy at work. Like, it's like, there are some slow days, but there are, most days are busy or like you're in a meeting. Um, and yeah, like, I feel like when you're in the zone, you just kind of forget to eat, which is honestly, okay, not so me. I'm not going to get into the eating I'm thing because, because, because the okay. past few weeks, I've, all right, so there's people who have endometriosis who I've talked to on Instagram, but um, I had mentioned that my health was really bad and it still really isn't the best because I have a chronic illness, which means that it doesn't leave. Um, and it's like an autoimmune disease, which means that it literally it's just your body is fighting, <laughs> fighting against itself. And I'm in, I'm in a flare up, which means that um, I'm not in remission, which means that I'm not doing well. Um, so eating has been so bad. And as y'all know, me and Jojo love to go out to eat. And Eating is one of my love languages. Yeah, we love to go out to eat. There's like sometimes restaurants contact us and we'll, you know, say we love for you guys to join us for like a free, like in exchange for a free meal if you guys can post. So we're like, of course, free food. Are you kidding me? Add me in. Right. So in the past few weeks, um, I haven't been doing well. So I had to go to a dietitian. It's this, this whole thing. And they were like, you know, you should try a gluten-free diet. And I was like, I don't know about that. A gluten-free diet, it seems very, very, very hard. Like, literally everything has gluten in it. Oreos have gluten in it. Like, the things that you don't think have gluten in it have gluten in it. And I really didn't understand why people would be gluten-free. I know that there's people who have celiac disease who do it, but I'm like, why do other people do that? But it is because some people just, their body just can't tolerate it. And I have gone 28 years with no issues. I mean, some issues, but it's like, a, it's never been this bad. So I'm on this gluten-free diet and Jojo isn't. So it's just all over the place over here. Like, I'm like, I don't even know what to eat. And yes, there are gluten-free options, but you really got to read those ingredients because there's other things in there that they add in that I can't have, like all these like processed sugars and things like that artificial sweeteners, things like stevia, all this shit that I really love and eat on a daily basis. My dietitian was like, no more of that for the next six weeks. Let's see how you do. So that that has been a transition as well. Like it's crazy. And I love North Jersey because there's a lot of places to eat up here. So many restaurants. And I'm like, I need to feel better so then, like, we could go out to eat and, like, have a good time. And you could, like, 
explore and like see what's out here because you're not from here. So it's been an adjustment for you. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about North Jersey so far? Um, uh, for those who are just <laughs> listening, her face, <laughs> she she put her face like if something stinked. She's she put her face like nah. Uh, I one of the things I think that I can't get right with is the traffic. I know, like, okay, in South Jersey, traffic's a bitch. We know that. Like, it's it, especially during rush hour times and all that. Um, but up here, it's like ten times that. Like, if I already thought it's bad, and it and it is bad in South Jersey because you got you know the Philly Highway and like Atlantic City, all that shit, right? All those highways that come in together. But here, you have an abundant amount of different highways and like merges, like merging in and out of this these damn highways, and like people don't care about their life they don't care about their life they don't care about people's lives on the road they don't give a fuck about their car so i've noticed that people just drive so recklessly out here recklessly like they will they will give their life to not let you in the fucking lane or like to not sit at a red light they will run a red light All right, this is why I don't agree with you because I used to live in Miami and I swear to God, when I lived in Miami, I said there there can't be any more worse drivers. I feel like New York and Miami are like top. I feel like drivers out here try to bully you and it's like, bitch, we don't really live in the city. Like, you don't got to bully me. What, like New Yorkers? Yeah. Oh, with their license plate? Like, you could tell. And parking out here is bananas. Crazy. (laughs) I I don't get down with the parking. The parking is crazy. I try to go to little little Tijuana, um, in Newark. Yeah, and the parking on a Sunday they was double parking in the street, like literally, like not just I'm standing like in like I'm sitting in my car like waiting for it. No, people were parked car off, mm-hmm. it double parked in the street, and I'm like, but people do that in is Philly this too. For real, people do that in Philly. That's too, crazy. But you gotta ha- this is the thing. You gotta have patience with parking over here. But I know that you're not used to that because it's like, I feel like if you got, if you have an establishment, you got to have parking lot and they had one and they have one. Barely. I drove around like five times with my mom. I Mm -hmm. dropped my uncle. I was with my mom and my uncle. I dropped my uncle off. It was like, yo, go in there, get us a, get us a table. I'm I'm gonna drive around. Me and my mom drove around and I was so determined to fi- actually find a spot, little mm-hmm. do you know, because I really wanted to eat there. Mm-hmm. And he was all on the phone with me telling me like, yeah, it's lit in here, blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, it's my first little outing. I've been here for three weeks and I could not find parking for anything. And I was super sick about it because I didn't want to come back and then go mm-hmm. over there to this other place I was like I really wanted to go there so I was super sick about it but there was like there was no type of way for me to even finesse parking because I would have finessed it yeah if I had a little bit of spot I'd have made it work but yeah. there was no way and I was like this is crazy it's over there now we know mm. I'm like a lot bike. of people take ubers here because there's ubers everywhere uber so. everywhere but yeah the parking situation of course is tragic that's always going to be a problem. Luckily, we have parking where we live, so we don't got to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that was a, like, big thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't be the one driving. Like, I'm the only one who really drives in and out. 
I actually have to go to work. So parking was a necessity for me because I was like, there's no fucking way that I'm coming home and having to look for parking Yeah. at seven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I work overnights again. Yeah. So I was like, that is not an option. Like wherever we go, we have to like, there has to be parking offered. Mm-hmm. And luckily we got that. Yeah. That was like a must have for her. And laundry too was a must have. Yeah. She had a lot of must haves. What can I say when you're fucking spoiled? Yeah. So now we live in an, in an apartment. So we had to get rid of a lot of our stuff. We had to sell it on Facebook Marketplace. If you've ever sold anything on Facebook Marketplace, it truly is a tragedy. People try to scam you all the time. It's honestly very annoying. Um, So I was like, you know what? I'm only going to take cash because people try to do the whole, I'll cash app you. Or like, I'll Venmo you. No, 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 no. Just bring me the money. There was this one girl who showed up at the house. She said, <laughs> "Wow." I told her I told her the price of the chairs. Four chairs, very nice chairs that my mom got me. Not, nothing. Like, there was no scratch on it or nothing. And they, they were like beige chairs. And she comes up. She, she come, Mind you, she's late. And I had told her a specific time. We were just waiting for her. Like, literally, that was the only thing we were waiting for. U-Haul was packed and everything. She said, sorry, I fell asleep. I'm on my way. I'm like, Who's, who uses that excuse anymore that I fell asleep? I thought it was weird, but I was like, all right. She shows up, and she's looking a little weird. <laughs> and I'm like, here we go. Um, so she's looking at the chairs. She's looking at the chairs. You guys have bought the chairs outside. And then she was like, um, so can I take them, and then I'll give you half of the money and then I'll come back and then I'll give you the other half. I said, no. I said, I had told you that the cash in full when you take the chairs, like I'm not taking, I'm not letting you take the chairs and you could give me half. Am I dumb? Like, you knew she wasn't going to come back. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put the chairs back. So I started literally just putting the chairs back into the house. And she was just like in shock. And I'm shocked that you showed up and thought that this was going to work. So I was like, you know what? I can't. So it, it was a struggle to sell those things online. But yeah, smaller place, which is also like a transition and a big um, a big thing, I guess. We're back to setting up and breaking down the pod set. Yeah. Which is not ideal <laughs> for anybody who does this. Yeah, we're still still trying to figure that out. I would have loved to just have it in the living room, but the way that it's set up is our our couch is too big. Yeah. We have a nice-ass couch now. I actually love our couch, but also a work in progress. Uh-huh. But yeah, this episode has been all over the place. It's definitely not, it's definitely not an episode for new listeners because there's nothing gay that we're talking about. But... I guess it's really like a catch up for our usual listeners. So for those of you who don't know while we're in the topic of giving news, um, we are no longer doing Patreon. I don't know if that was said. I think it was said in the live. Um, we're no longer going to do Patreon because as much as we wanted to give more and personal content um it it was initially with the thought of like oh we'll be able to give you guys more content um to you know get to know us a little bit more have vlogs and audios and things where we're a little bit more unfiltered um and it would be less maintenance 
well, I mean, it, for the most part, it was less maintenance. It was just a matter of like, you know, keeping up with it. Um, Patreon essentially is a platform where you guys subscribe and pay for a subscription. Um, so we just didn't feel like it was fair. Like we don't, we don't want to just take your money to take your money. Mm -hmm. Um, so we felt like, you know, we weren't really giving our best and that was more so because we weren't, you know, how you say it? We were kind of, we just had a lot of things going on. So being as though we couldn't give you guys like us at our fullest capacity because we were, you know, into so many other things, mm -hmm. as we were saying, like this move and then coming back to the pod. It was just too much to have to come back to. So we decided that, you know, with us coming back, that the podcast would be the main focus and obviously it would need more of our time and energy, um, as well as coming back and having our consistency mm -hmm. with it, um, that this was more important than Patreon. So... If you subscribe to us within the last however long we had it, thank you. We appreciate it. We love you. Um, for those of you who actually have all the original merch that we <laughs> initially dropped, you're a real one. Uh, and we will miss y'all, but you guys can catch us here. So yeah. Um, what we plan to do for some of you that who used to come on the Zoom with us too, um, we're going to start doing lives. I think lives whenever we can it's not gonna be i mean it would be something we still need to talk about but it may be scheduled it may not be scheduled we might just pop up on instagram or tiktok one day and just bang out a live so yeah. you know just be on the lookout for that have your your um notifications on for for our platforms and um you know you can catch us on a live and chat with us there mm -hmm. uh, i feel like that's the most easiest and sustainable for everybody yeah so that's that yeah so it was basically one or the other it couldn't be both it yeah. couldn't be patreon and the podcast um yeah we're managing just a lot of things so we just want to be transparent with you guys with everything um but yeah so unpacking the u-haul um i guess what were your thoughts before moving First of all, wow. if any of y'all follow me on TikTok and you saw the video where I posted like the whole U-Haul and my friends helping me pack, that was like the gayest moment for me. Because I was like, wow. I never, I mean, when when you moved down the first time, you had the U-Haul, we unpacked it and shit. And then when we moved into the next house, we unpacked it. But I had never driven it. I had never packed it and unpacked it. So I was like, oh my God. Like, I got third time's a charm, but, like, I had all my little gay friends helping me, and it was just a wholesome moment, wholesome moment. Um, what was the question? <laughs> I forgot. I said, what were your thoughts, like, prior to moving? Um, I was stressed. I had a lot of mixed emotions about moving. Um, and for me, it was, I like, I really had this part of me where I was excited and you know, like ready to take on a new experience and being in a new environment because I feel like essentially I, I thrive in the uncomfortable. Um, I just forget what it's like to have so many ups 
and down emotions about it, like being in the whole unknown and like lost error where you're like trying to find your footing and, and, and starting over and shit. So yeah, I was excited and I guess just a little nervous about it at the same time, because it's just like, it's not like, at least for in our situation where it was like, I left everything. I don't have a job. Like I didn't have a job when I left. I didn't, it's not like, you know, all my family and friends, my support system is still there. Like everything that I had was there and I'm coming out here with literally nothing but me, myself and I, and like whatever we got. But you, you had a job. Well, luckily I had, right. That, but still was like, like what I'm saying is I had nothing that was of comfort or familiar. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you're coming back to your familiarity. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I would, I didn't have any of that to like subtly come in, you know? Right. So, so I, I think you- for a moment when I realized that I was like, Oh shit. Like it's not even like you just got one comfort, you know? Um, so I just thought like, damn, that would, that would be something interesting and different. But I mean, I'm here now. And day by day, I am finding comfort. My family came and visited, like, last weekend. And it was, like, you know, just those little things that kind of, like, make it seem like, girl, you over-exaggerating. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think once once I get um, into spaces to where it's, like, oh, I can say that that's mine and I get to be me in that environment as how I was back home. I'll feel like more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I put a I put a PSA out saying, hey, "Who you know who lives in North? I need friends." Mm-hmm. Like shit like that. I don't know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel like um, you're taking it harder than what I thought you would. Like, um, I feel like for me, it was like, I did the same thing. Like, I moved to South Jersey. We were there for almost three years. I had nobody in South Jersey at all. And the reason why we moved back for people who keep asking is, um, I wasn't feeling my best. Like, emotionally and physically, everything was just terrible. Like. And I feel like when your health is bad, like everything else around you isn't, I don't know. It's just everything around me, I feel like it was just not going well. Um, and most of my doctors are, if no, all of my doctors are up here in North Jersey. So I will have to drive all the time, almost two hours to go to doctor's appointments. Sometimes I will have to wake up at like at 5, 6 a.m. to drive up in the morning go to the doctors, I'll work from like an off a uh, little coffee shop or I'll go to my mom's house and I'll drive back. Um, and it was just like a lot of driving back and forth to see these doctors and like the follow-ups were sometimes very short. And I'm like, okay, so I drove two hours and the, the doctor's appointment would be like 15 minutes. Um, 
and I wasn't getting any better. So I was just like, yeah, this is, this is like a constant thing. And, you know, I talked to Jojo about it and then that's when she decided to look up, look at jobs up here, up North. Um, and then another reason was that I wanted to practice real estate in North Jersey, um, because North Jersey is where I'm from. It's where I'm familiar. It's where people know me. Like most people I went to school with. It's where my friends are. It's where my family is. So I just feel like if I'm going to start this new career path, let me let me test it out in North Jersey because I know that's where I'm most comfortable. Um, even though I know in South Jersey it would have gone well, but I don't know how well it would have gone. Um, my sister also works in a real estate office here, so I have that support system. So I just feel like I needed a little bit of support and I wasn't getting that in South Jersey. She wasn't built for South Jersey. She wasn't no, There's thriving. nothing wrong with South Jersey. I feel like there's a lot of good things about South Jersey. There is. Mm-hmm. You're either, listen, you either know it and you are you love it or you don't. And I knew you were never going to love it. Before you even moved out there, you didn't even want to move out there. Mm-hmm. The only reason why it was because, well, you you know, you work from home. It was, it was easier for you to do it. And it was to save you more money than what you were paying up here Oh yeah, when you were living out here by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I always knew that there was going to come a time where it was like, Oh, like I want to go back up North. Um, and I guess like, I didn't think that I was going to have such a hard time with it either. Mm-hmm. And I know that, and, and we've talked about it. I was like, I can go up there. I think I'll thrive up there. I think like mm-hmm. the type of person that I am and like my personality and like the environment, I feel like I could grow out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what other than like her having, you know, um, the opportunity to come back up here and have her support system and knowing like her medical issues, like she needed this more than anything. So, you know, I wanted to be the supportive partner to give her that. As she said, she did, you know, she did move out to South Jersey. She dealt with it for a little bit and like, you know, whatever. It wasn't for her. Um, So that's why I say like I was excited to come up here. But I think in the way that it happened, that's what made it harder. I don't think that this would have been such a hard transition as it has been had we, you know, we been in a better place prior to like the entire transition happening um I think that's what made it harder for me because now it was like like you coming up here you already had everything Mm -hmm. but it's like you also had your job Mm -hmm. so I didn't have anything even though I came up here with starting a new job it's not like it was a familiar thing to me still yeah So so I didn't know what I was coming into which is fine. That's whatever. Um, but it was also like, I don't know, I guess a part of me felt like insecure because it's like, I'm not, I'm in an unknown place where I don't know everything or like I'm in a job where I, I'm a, basically a rookie all over again. So I don't know anything or anybody. Um, you know, you're obviously with this, real estate thing, which was the whole purpose, you know, you spent all this time studying, spending money on these tests, like, hell yeah, like, I want you to be able to use that license. Um, But I think like, now realizing like, oh, shit, she's doing it like, that's great. And it's like, you're going up. And I'm like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going. 
So I think like that, like that playing in my head for me is like, oh man, I'm like a sourpuss a little bit. I don't know. I have confidence that you're going to figure it out. And I feel like I, I do. As someone who's moved a lot, obviously for me, it was like easy peasy. Like, I'm like, girl, we just got moving. That's it. Like, it's right around the corner. It's an hour and a half away. Like, I feel like I I am a little bit insensitive to it. I'm going to be honest just because I have moved so much. But like hearing you, I guess, talk about it more, I could understand where you're coming from. And I remember like I used to work with college students and a lot of them would get homesick because they were like, I'm not familiar with these pl- with nobody here. I don't know where I am. I don't have any friends. So they would stay in their room all day. And I'm like, you have to come out. You have to like leave your comfort zone and literally just go outside, even if you're going for a walk. And I feel like this week you started doing that. And it is cold outside. So it's really hard to even go outside yeah. and have go on a walk or go explore and like Honestly, you know. it, it like I start losing my mind if I stay inside for too long. Like I can be a homebody, but it's like you like you're working. You work. She works through the day, and she works, you know, in the living room. So it's like I like feel like she's occupied. I can't bother her. I can't have her, you know, attention. And then it's like I don't want to be inter- like an interruption. So it's like I that's why like when we were in the old apartment too and you was working in the living room it was just like i need to get out of here i gotta go do something because like i don't want to interrupt her and we're not interacting so it's like i i can say that i have hard time being in her presence and not have interaction that bothers the fuck out of me i don't know why i've been having my headphones on sometimes i'm not saying i can't but i'm saying like you know if i'm in the other room or whatever like when we were in the house we had three, four different rooms, we could just leave each other the fuck alone. Like, that's no problem. But I don't know, like, with certain things, like, if I can't go a long period of time, like, just with a little bit of interaction. Because you're, like, the only person in the house. Like, I mean, I talk to dogs all day, too, but (laughs) still. So I just feel like, yeah, I got to go outside. I got to do something. I got, like, I need something to entertain me or, like, just to be like indulged in and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like you just, you stay busy. You gotta go to a coffee shop or something. But I think I need to do that too. Like I need to get out. Because working from home is cool and all, but I feel like after a while you do start going a little crazy. You yeah. Know? It's like being home all day, you're like, I haven't gone outside. Unless, the only reason I go outside is to walk the dogs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now with these real estate jobs, Sometimes things pop up. Sometimes I'm able to pop out. So it's like, I think things are going to start changing for me, but. Yeah, she about to be outside, outside without me. If you need a real estate agent, you know who to contact. Okay. Yeah. I will work with you and your budget. Um, But yeah, I'll be doing rentals as well. So people who are not ready to buy a home, you can contact me for rentals too. So. No. Now tell your broker to pay for this ad. Right, right, right. No, so <laughs> because hey, we ain't advertising for free. Right. So I work it with a team because with a team, like you're more like um how you say like um motivated. Um and tell me why the team leader introduces me and he's like, Yeah, she's an influencer. I'm like, I am not an influencer. That is not what I told you. I told you that I have a podcast. And that's it. 
Um, I mean, what's considered the difference? I said I would, I would, I would um, say that I'm a podcaster and maybe content creator because there has been things that we've done that we got paid for. But that's besides the point. We went off track. Um, I think that right now we're going through a phase of like trying to fit in into our new schedule and like new environment and our lives are really different like Jojo works overnight I'm working in the daytime like we're eating different meals like we're literally trying to figure out our life right now because it's like night and day and like this has happened before this is not the first time this is literally the third time that we move but right now it's just like we're so far from what you're comfortable with but I feel like we also moved at like a weird time because it's cold outside. But I love North Jersey in the summertime. Like there's so many things to do. We're so close to Jersey City. We're so close to Weehawken, Hoboken. Like I feel like we're going to meet new people and make new friends. And it's definitely going to take a while. We just got to give us some time. Um, So I wouldn't worry about that. And then you had mentioned something about like, I feel like you're like moving up and I'm right here. You literally just started this job. And I know that in the new next few months, things are going to change for you. And this job may pay for like um, your bachelor's if you decide to, to go back to school, which I'm like, oh, that's a plus. That's like a really big benefit. So um, just got to give it some time. It's, it's just weird because it's like I spent the last like six, seven years of my life secure. I think that people change jobs all the time. Yeah, and with this new generation. You say that. With this, you I believe, Gen Z I believe in jobs. Like be it's bouncing, I believe in jobs. Like it, I'm changing my panties. I don't care. You have, you have, you know, the necessary things on your background. Like you have background experience in so many different things that, you know, they can be like, oh, I could take that. Or like that could count here. You know, like I don't have that. I don't have like. I didn't get, I got my associates. Don't get it fucked up. But it's like, I don't have all these extra tags in my background that could be like, oh yeah, like that could suffice here. But you have transferable skills. Yeah, yeah but. And honestly, it's about who you know. We all know that. Mm -hmm. so it's, it's about who you know, not what you know. Because when I had that corporate job um, in the other mortgage company, my supervisor there was making like six figures and didn't have a bachelor's. So it's like. I don't know. Life is crazy out here. I feel like now companies are being okay with you not having a bachelor's or you maybe being in the process of getting it. So I don't know. I read somewhere that people change jobs a lot. Like it's not, it's not um, uncommon. And like you meet people that they're older and they were like, I was a teacher or I was a veteran. I went to the army and then I was a teacher and then I, I, I became a nurse. And then I'm like, wow, you did a lot. And like, I feel like I, I have had a lot of jobs and I'm, and I'm going to keep having new jobs. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> As you should. Um, but yeah. There's this article called an LA, an LA Therapist Tips for Navigating Big Life Changes and Your Relationship. Um, and they say periods of change and transition can be especially impactful on relationships. It can be challenging to balance a big life change while also navigating and holding space for a relationship with your partner or other meaningful relationships. Sometimes change affects one partner more acutely. 
don't know if that's how you say it, than the other, and this difference in experience can feel difficult to manage. Six ways to navigate your relationship and big life changes. Number one, open communication. Two, prioritize self-care. Three, lean on your support system. Four, interstate adaptability. Five, prioritize quality time. And six, work with a therapist. Have you been doing any of these? Uh, I'm working on my self-care. Oh, should be going to the gym. We got a gym in the building, y'all. Por lo menos. I'm not, I'm not doing nothing crazy, but I'm trying to, uh, to give give in to myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, since I'm all I got right now. So I think that and um, what was the other one? All right. I, think, I think self-care has just been a big one for me right now. Yeah. I mean, I think working out and going to the gym is always a plus. Exploring. Like, I went to this park the other day, and it was so beautiful, and I was there for, like, two hours. Damn. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. I was walking around. I sat in the car. Like, it was... I was enjoying myself. I was like, oof. What a relief. I went and got boba tea. Mm Mm-hmm. And the place was good, right? Yeah, it was. It was good. So I think little, like little mini journeys like that, where I like, you know, try something new or like uncover a new environment or area that I, you know, haven't been to. And there's going to be so many places like that. Yeah. So many like little hidden gems, which I love. Um, For me, I have been trying to work on self-care, but it's more of like, Like I told you, I feel like right now my health is what I want to get to normal. Like I want to be able to eat a full meal with no issues. And right now it's like if I were to eat something, like my stomach would hurt. I'm running to the bathroom. Like it's like TMI. Like it's like too much. And I'm like, nah, this is not no way to live. Especially for us that we like to go out. We like to eat. And like I would say for the most part, I'm a pretty healthy person. But this is literally out of my control. So I'm just trying to find like what works with my body and like what I can eat. But um, it's been hard. And basically, I just have a lot of inflammation in my body. So if anyone has any tips, I know there's an RN that was messaging us on um, Instagram asking like when we're going to come back. So I need some tips from like the nurses and stuff on like, I don't know, maybe some home remedies because they be giving me all the medication. And right now I'm on steroids, which makes my face fat. And I'm really annoyed by it. And I want to get off of it because why does the why does the 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 weight have to come to my face and nowhere else? Very annoying. Everyone's like, I don't see it. I see it. So that's all that I care about because I see it. I be feeling bad because I be like, ooh, let's go eat this or like. I'm, I'm about she to She said, make let's this. go eat tacos. I said, I can't eat tacos. I was even going to make tofu tacos. And she was like, I can't have tofu. And I'm like, what the fuck can you have at this point? Because I just can't. Like, especially like, you know, she cooked, but I'm the main cook in the house. Let's be real. And I be ready to whip shit up. And I be, you know, throwing down. And I, I, it make me happy to know, like, she going to eat my food. She going to like it. Well, wow. You know, hitting, craving, hitting spots. And I can't fucking do that because she can't eat shit. Literally, it's so annoying. It's, and every time I think she can eat it, she's like, nah, I can't have Like, she's been on a million different diets. So my point being is that every time 
you know, I'm like, okay, I found something that she can have. She's on a new diet. She can no longer have it. I just can't keep up. It's for six weeks. So we'll see how it goes. Like, and and if you try to cheat, your your body will feel it. Because the other day I wasn't feeling well. And it's because I think I had coffee with um like I went to Starbucks to have like coffee. Oh, wow. Like I like I was I, w- I had a long day, so I was like, why well, deserve a coffee? Like a regular latte with vanilla. And guess what my fucking body said? No, bitch, you're gonna run to the bathroom. So, yeah, because coffee has sugar. So I also have to live in my sugar. And as y'all know, there's sugar in everything, literally everything. So when I drink my... She's a super sweet kind of gal. When I drink my coffee in the morning, I can't even add sugar. I have to add monk fruit. It's not not bad. bad. It's not terrible. (laughs) But it's something, something different. (laughs) So, you know, we're getting used to it, I guess. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're living separate lives. I don't understand. All right. So let's get into the family meeting. Some of these, if you guys went to our live um, on TikTok, I hope that we're not repeating ourselves, but we did read some of these on TikTok. I met my wife online and we were married six months later. Wow. Very quick. We have been together for five years, but her gaming addiction ruined it for me. We had many conversations about it over multiple years and nothing changed. I asked for a divorce and papers were signed. We had no contact for a few months. And then she convinced me when we were meant to, she convinced me we were meant to be together and we should do couples counseling. We got back together and got remarried on Halloween. Ever since I've been feeling like I don't feel the same. I love her and I don't want to hurt her, but I'm hoping my feelings change so I don't feel trapped in my choice to make things work between us. He got married twice. Wow. That's great. To the same person. I mean, why did you do it the second time? If you like, okay, we get it the first time. You know, you high on life. But then the second time, it was kind of like a, well, you kind of know. You know what it is She now. said she convinced her. <laughs> Excuse me. Nobody can do that much convincing. You already knew the person. So it was was it that she convinced you or like you convince yourself? Because nobody forces you to do anything. You know, nobody's that persuasive to be like, you know, we do this again. You I mean, obviously you had to feel some type of way to want to do it, to go through with it through with it again. Mm-hmm. But I mean, damn. If I would have went through it a second time, I don't think I would have married. I would have just, just been like, them. let's just date, yeah, and right. see how I feel, you know? I understand wanting to, to like, go through it again just to see maybe if you were wrong the first time or, like, maybe if things are different. Um, but to go as far as marrying them again, that was a bold move. But if you know in your heart and what it is that you feel just is not going to be able to hold you along... Might be time to go again. I wonder if you guys did, maybe they did couples counseling. Mm -hmm. So I'm like wondering if like, if they did couples counseling and then it was like, okay, things are better. Let's get married again. Like, I don't know. Mm, That can make sense. But like, at what point do you know, like, oh, we should stop coming to couples counseling then? If things are going well, I guess. Kind of like therapy. Like, you just, sometimes you just like. 
I, th- I think I'm good for now. We don't have to schedule anything. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Until you're not. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> oh. But yeah, many questions. I don't know. I have no comment on this. Gaming addiction. Have yeah, you ever dated a gamer? Nah, so people have been asking me recently if I play games. And I'm like, I'm like going to be real with you. Yeah, like I don't. I don't play video games. One, because I have really bad sweaty hands. So the feeling of a game controller in my hand while my, my hands are like in a pool of sweat, now we need it is that. the most skeeviest thing. Like I used to play games when I was younger mm-hmm. um, and I enjoyed them. You know, I grew up with brothers. Come on. But at some point I was just like, I can't do it anymore. I kicked it. I lost interest because I get bored really fast when it comes to games. Mm-hmm. I am a movie, TV show kind of person. She really is. I rather watch something and become emotionally invested in it and create imaginary stories <laughs> in my head than to play a video game smacking people around. Yeah. So, but yeah, people have been asking me that and I'm like, I don't. If I'm going to play any type of game, it has to be like a physically active game. She plays, ba- you play bas- basketball? Yeah. yeah. That's something. Yeah, but like game, like councils and stuff, nah. Yeah, we don't got none of that here, so. Sorry. All right, next question. Hello, my girlfriend and I took a three-month break, but we were still together, just not living in the same place. We ended the lease at our apartment and went to live at our mom's house. We recently got another apartment together, and right now we're doing really good, but we had not had sex in months not even at our new place. I'm concerned that there's a disconnection sexually. Even before we moved out of our first place, we stopped having sex, so this is nothing new. But I thought that time apart would help spark intimacy again. We've been together for nine years, so maybe time has a lot to do with that. Any advice on what I can do or how I can bring up the conversation to her? I feel like it's a little natural, especially when you've been together that long, to kind of fall off the the intimacy wagon. Um, But I don't know. That's kind of like hard because you naturally, I think you want to think like, oh, like, all right, we haven't had any intimacy in a while, but you know, the time will come, we'll get right back into it. And it'll be like, you know, we didn't have this huge break, but I don't know if it's just me, but it's a little weird when it happens again. Because you're like, damn, it hasn't happened in so long. And I, I, I don't know what, what I was watching where somebody was talking about this, but they were like, you know, people feel nervous again. Like, and it's not, you know, it's not like your first time nervous. It's like, a, oh, we haven't been this intimate or shared this intimate thing in a while. Like, is it going to be weird? Like, are they still going to be attracted to that? Like, it's just a lot of questions that like kind of don't make it appealing to want to like share that intimacy so quickly again Mm -hmm. but um i think like obviously you would like to jump back into it but i do think like having a conversation about it prior to just jumping into it would make more sense because it's like okay well you know hey we haven't had these moments in a while what would be a good way for us to ease back into it. What do you feel comfortable with? You know, a lot of things could have changed in that time to where they don't 
you can't just get back into it and do it how you used to and think that <laughs> that's how they want it you know i don't know yeah um so i do think that like bringing it up is like a well how do we open that space up to be comfortable with each other to feel that intimacy um and i don't know i i forget i wish i knew the girls instagram there's like a queer therapist or something that i follow on instagram and she goes over a lot of these things Mm -hmm. i think the living at their mom's house was probably tough because they were probably like oh i'm not gonna do anything here but i can definitely understand it being awkward for the first time again because you're like i don't know you're just overthinking i think you're just like overthinking in your head um but i think a conversation is necessary because you have to know like or do they feel uncomfortable about something? Like, is it their health? Is it like their like how they look physically? Like, is something new? Like, what's going on to figure out like what you know what the issue is? But if you guys have been dating for like nine years, I'm sure that you guys can talk about it without it being awkward. Um, yeah. But I think it's something to bring up for sure to see like what's going on. You'll get that spark back. But I also think it's hard for like women to initiate things. Why? How do you initiate? Me? Yeah. How do I initiate? Uh, yeah, it's just a question. <laughs> or how would you like to initiate? Um, I don't know. It's like I I feel like it's not always the same, but I think for me personally is like affection. Mm-hmm. If I'm showing affection, I'm not saying that automatically is like what I'm trying to hint to you, but I guess for me, it's like a, it's a vibe type of thing. If like I'm showing affection and you're giving that affection back and it's like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and shoot my shot. Mm -hmm. Like, and if you let me get it there, it's going to get there. But, um, yeah, I think just like the affection, the little bit of like touching, caressing, Mm -hmm. kissing, that's what does it for me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. What's your initiation? Um, I feel like I would like my initiation to be. Are you an initiator? I would like. I feel like sometimes. Sometimes, okay. yeah, sometimes. No. You would like what? I would like to initiate by like um, a massage. Mm. Yeah, that's like a form of like mm-hmm. infection. For sure. Or like embracing, you know? Touch usually, like, gets it there. But I think, like, that all plays together in Mm -hmm. the the kissing, the, like, soft touching, the... But it's, like, all all a vibe. Yeah. Kind of just in the moment. But I agree. Massage definitely, like, starts the fun. (laughs) But you got to talk about it and figure it out. Um, There are such things as sex therapists as well. And sometimes it may not be the, you know just being affectionate and sensual and like whatever maybe maybe it's just time to try something new maybe you know the the way y'all the intimacy that you guys know um and used to share maybe there's just a better way or a new way of doing it and it might be time to just explore right i I feel like sometimes people like like obviously you think you know your person, but maybe they don't want to be the same person that they've been. Mm-hmm. 
They want to tap into something else. So you got to tap into it with them. But that's all the juice I got. I like that. All right, guys. Well, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Deuce, deuce, mother goose. Bye.